Happy Monday, loves. Hope you had a great weekend. Happy August. It's officially August. Hope you guys are enjoying your Monday. If you're listening on the replay, then uh, happy uh, first, second of the month. I think it's the second of the month. Um, Happy August. Uh, From everyone I've talked to, August is going to be a hot month and not just uh, literally. It's going to be a lot going on. So it was only fitting to have the amazing Elizabeth April on my show again today. I was so excited to have her back. She's become a friend. She's so incredible for those that know her. Make sure you check out the episode. I'll link it here in the show notes. Make sure you check out her first episode on my show. Elizabeth is so awesome. She's so divinely herself with no hucks given. And uh, she is just awesome. And today we really get into further our awakenings, where we're going as a collective, what we see happening, collapses, systems, what the Great Awakening means, our intuitiveness, There's so much what we can expect to now to 2024 and what maybe might be going on in August. So you definitely want to check out this episode and make sure you check out Elizabeth April on social. The links will be in the show notes, but she really, I mean, she gives so much gold um, and just so many gems uh, on her public platforms. So definitely check that out and her new book and everything again will be in the show notes. I hope you guys take whatever resonates and throw away the rest as always when it comes to these types of episodes. It's really your discernment and what you feel, but really align with you. That's what this time is all about. That's what this awakening is all about. For those that are awake, those are waking up. (laughs) Welcome to the party. (laughs) It's not easy, but we're all here for each other. And that's what we're all here for, I believe. Uh, So um, anyways, check this uh, episode out with Elizabeth April. Let me know what you guys think. If you love this episode, which I hope you do, tag a friend, take a screenshot, post it on social Tag everything with Allie Levine and Allie Levine Design. Make sure you are subscribed. You can subscribe anywhere you listen to a podcast. I'm pretty much everywhere at this point. Um, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. I mean, um, Google Home. The the list goes on. I'm pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. And make sure you leave a five-star written review, please. They mean so much to me. I've been reading them off on some of the shows. I love reading them. I really appreciate you guys so much. And uh, yeah, that's really about it. I can't believe it's August, guys. Wow. So yeah, (laughs) Um, I had a lot more to say, but I feel like um, I hear my little ones um, yelling in the background (laughs) and I'll spare you guys the the noise. Um, Oh, real quick. Um, If you guys are interested, I've had some DMs about the wellness I've spoken about before. This is a great time to definitely switch some things over, start really taking your power back and not working with necessarily these big systems at play. If that is something you're interested in, I have an incredible wellness shop club I am working with and doing business with and would love to share with you and get you some great discounts. They're doing amazing things for August and some really cool gifts and special packages. So please DM me with wellness, you know, just say I'm interested in the wellness package or wellness shop club, and I will share it with you. All right. Hope you guys have a great week. Happy August. Till next time, guys. Bye. This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained.
Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Everything with Ali Levine. You guys, I have such an incredible guest today. She is a recurring guest. You guys probably know her. Her episode did so well. And I told her, I'm like, girl, you got to come back on. Everybody loved you. I love her. She's such a light in this kind of crazy time. I have the fabulous Elizabeth April. And you guys, for those that don't know her, go back and listen to the first episode. But let me tell you a little bit about her again. Elizabeth April is a cosmic intuitive, a cosmic channeler who has the ability to go into other realms and dimensions in order to gain access to information through vibration and visuals. By having the ability to explore past lives, Elizabeth works with individuals who want to comprehend their past, their present, and their future. Elizabeth April is most excited exploring the topics of spiritual awakening, cosmic disclosure, the Galactic Federation of Light, and quantum physics. Whether you are sitting in her audience, watching her YouTube channel, or participating in the session, the insights channeled through her will leave you feeling in tune with the limitless possibilities of existing in the universe. And you guys, she just released a book that you have to check out. It'll be in the show notes. Elizabeth, welcome back to my show. Thank you so much for having me again. Always a pleasure to be here. Yes, I'm so happy to have you back. And you recently um, moved since our the last time I chatted with you. You were in, were you in California when we last chatted? Yep, yeah. California. Yeah. So how has uh, how has that been getting to kind of shift during this time? I feel like everybody's playing musical chairs. You know, I just moved to Tennessee. Like, there's been a lot a lot of moving. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I think this is a perfect time to move, um, whether it be moving within a relationship or moving within a job or moving, actually moving physically. Um, it's just a lot of new energy and we've been working really hard to close out that old energy. So a move or some sort of major foundation change really helps us solidify the past and then what we're moving into the future. So yeah, so I'm kind of just, I'm a little bit of a nomad, just kind of back and forth between Canada and the US and uh, I have no idea what the future holds which is pretty ironic given the fact that I'm a psychic and I read the future for a living but um, yeah so it's been it's definitely been um, uh, an energy that we are all being forced to surrender to not knowing and that is so important um, other than trying to figure it all out all the time it's exhausting. It is it's so true it's exhausting and I love that you started with that that like we're really being called to surrender, whatever it may be going on in our lives of just like, you just don't know and you have to be okay with that. And it's interesting, right? Like we've been kind of taught that we should always know, we should always plan. You have to have this, you have to that. And it's, it's yeah. like breaking away, right? Absolutely. Well, that that's also the quantum world, right? So like we were taught and raised in a society that is so structured to say, well, what is your identity? Well, who are you? And typically in the past, who we were was either based on our religion, um, on our job, or on our political preference. And that is such a 3D way of existing. Because once you identify yourself as a Republican or a Democrat or whatever, all of a sudden your entire existence needs to revolve around that one identity and you're locked and confined into something that you made some unspoken agreement with. And uh, we're breaking away from that, right? We're moving into this higher frequency. We're moving into 
a quantum space that allows us to float around, that allows us not to have structure. And when you don't have structure, you have trust. Um, I believe that uh, it really comes down to, to both, best of both worlds, right? Have a bit of structure, have a bit of that divine masculine energy, but then also have the divine feminine, have the trust, be in flow, listen to your intuition, um, and, and really just kind of dabble in both worlds, or choose to just observe objectively and not dabble in either world. Um, but we have to get used to the quantum state. And for me personally, I've always struggled with identity. You know, people, well, who do you, who are you? I, well, I don't know. I'm a human. Okay. So well, what do you do? I'm like, I do a lot of things. Like I, <laughs> why, <laughs> why do I have to be what I do? Right. So in this moment, I'm a water drinker because I'm drinking water, but maybe in the next moment, I'm a coffee drinker because I drink coffee, you know? And so uh, why can't we have a transient identity and a transient existence? And when we are transient, we're just always needing to listen to what we align with in a, in a frequency way from moment to moment. And that's the best place that we can be in. But it does take a lot of work because we can't fall back on plan B, which is the autopilot. So that's where we're, we are right now. We're being forced to transition out of that 3D, out of that rigidity, out of that confinement that we've all put ourselves in and into something that's really free, but also really scary because we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Exactly. And we all as humans, right? Most of us want to control. We want to know what's coming. We want to know what's going on be in control. It's something that I definitely learned as becoming a mom. And I know I've shared this with you even off podcast, like that that's something I've learned over and over again is like the constant surrender. Cause my girl's schedules change 24 seven and someone's mm -hmm. happy, not happy. And it's like, but that's life. And, and, and I have had to learn, like, it's not always going to go the way I think of instead of being crazy about it and getting myself worked up. Like I used to and putting myself into like a stress ball or a total dark space. Now I'm just like, all right, this is what it is. Like, this is, this is who they are. This is how it's going to be. I'm going to flex and flow. Some days I'm going to figure it out. Like today I was late to you because I was getting down for a nap. Other days that doesn't happen. And I have to reschedule, but you know what? That's life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, my wife, she's on the spectrum, um, Asperger's, and she's very like, she's got this beautiful, pure soul, very much so an inner child. And it's so funny because um, at the beginning of our relationship, I would say, um, oh, do you want avocado added to your salad? Because I'm kind of the cook in the relationship. And she would say, no, I don't, I don't like avocado. I'm like, all right, cool. Noted for next time. Then the next time I put avocado on my salad and miss it on her salad because I know that she doesn't like it because that's what she told me she's like babe what why why don't I get avocado I really wanted it on my salad I said last time three days ago <laughs> you you said that you didn't like avocado and now you're wanting it and so I used to get frustrated in my own control mechanisms to say but this is what you said and now you're changing what you said and now I have to change with your change and I think she's really preparing me for children as well um, and <laughs> helping me get out of that uh, that structure all the time and the, the need to just kind of fall back into what was and, and that's easy for what will be. Um, but it's not like that. And, uh, and the more willing we are to change, I think the easier it will be to move to a higher frequency because when we move to a higher frequency, we're forced to change everything. Right. Well, and I'm curious for you, like you said, you know, you moved to Canada, you're kind of like floating and nomad kind of all over the place. Of course, you're doing retreats and all these different things. But 
did you kind of surrender? Like, did you have that feeling like it's ready? It's time for me to go. I've been here in the same space for a while or how did it kind of play out for you? Because I think as a you know, good example, being who you are, being so intuitive, all these things that you already do, right? Whereas other people don't feel maybe they can tap into that, even though you've explained several times on your own show that we all have this, we just have to actually tap into it and, and realize we all have this gift and this, you know, talent. But it's interesting because so many people I feel like get caught up and they can't see, you know, to the next day and they spiral. And I've had several friends come to me and they're like, I don't even understand how you just picked up and left. And I'm like, honestly, I just felt guided and I just everything just flowed and I just kind of kept in the flow I'm curious for you I'd love for you to share kind of your journey of how that played out for you because I think that could be helpful for others yeah absolutely I think that it takes a while for us to learn trust within ourselves, right because I think that's probably the number one thing that society has taught us is like you don't even know who you are you don't know what you want and you're always going to be on a journey searching and the unfortunate part is society gives us material things and says, oh, this is what you're searching for. You're searching for that new car. That's what you need. That's what'll get you happy. Oh, you're searching for the newest Apple product. That's what you need. That's what'll get you happy. And every single time, you know, disappointment, right? Rolls around. And so um, so it's like this, this constant buildup of asking for what you need, listening to what what comes through in your reality, right? Because that's the half the problem is that we're always asking for what we're looking for. We are manifesting and projecting and putting things out there, but we actually just either forget about what we asked for or we're not listening appropriately or we listen right away and nothing happens. And then we're like, okay, well, screw that. No one's answering anyway. So why even ask, right? And so it really feeds our insecurity within ourselves. As far as me, you know, finding this dream property, right? Because, you know, I've always, I've been talking about this property for at least 10 years, right? Like, I mean, since I was probably like 19, 20 years old, I've always wanted to be off the grid. I've always wanted to be away from society. I've always wanted to be self-sufficient. I've been a prepper since like 2010, basically since awakening. And um, and so even my, my longest friends are like, oh my God, like you landed the dream property of everything you've ever talked about for the past 10 years. And I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> so that's a bit of a longer amount of Manifestation. I mean, it took me 10 years to get here. Um, but in retrospect, I am quite young to be here, which is really incredible, right? So that's a bigger thing that I've had clarity on for a very long time. Um, but one of the biggest and toughest transitions that I made was the last major transition, the last major move, which was three years ago. And that was the move from Canada, from Toronto to California. Um, and I had to break up with my fiance, who is a male. And, you know, I fell in love with a woman and I've never been with a woman before. And it was just like you mentioned, it started with questioning my current reality. And the only question that you ever really need to ask yourself is, am I truly authentically happy? Mm. And whatever doesn't align to true authentic happiness, no matter what your, you know, definition of that is, right, it's just a vibration of pure alignment, whatever isn't truly purely aligned to your highest vibration, the second you ask the question, am I happy, the things that are not adding to that vibration will make themselves clear extremely quickly. 
And it sucks because it means everything falls away really quickly. And if you don't have the trust and you, if you haven't been building that up slowly but surely, then it's going to feel like a lot of change all at once. And a lot of people resist that change because they're so attached to their reality being good or being happy, right? right. And they're in quotes, in quotes, and they're convincing themselves that they are happy in that old life. Um, so I think for, for individuals like you and I, who have been on this journey for quite some time, when things break away and we start to question, there needs to be a surrender of, I don't know where this is going, but I know that where I am right now, I'm growing out of. So I don't know what I'm growing into, <laughs> and that's okay, but I know that I need to move on. And one thing that I want to mention about just change and transition, especially physically, is um, we have to also trust in the standards that we've created. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like when I left my ex, um, I had the standards of the kind of ideal life that I thought I was living. And I was like, this is the standard of my relationship. So I'm not going to accept anything less than this standard. Um, and I'm open to anything more than this standard. And it's been like that with um, work opportunities as well, right? Here's the standard now. I'm not accepting anything less because this is what serves my highest vibration. And when you realize that, that even though you don't know where you're changing to and what that next big seed that you're planting looks like, um, you can really trust in the fact that it's going to be better and more aligned than anything that you've ever had before. Right. And if, we, and if we really keep that in our mind and in our belief system, then everything we transition, everything we move into is always going to be better than the last. And that's what I've noticed and recognized in my life in the past probably six years through a lot of transition is it's always, always, always been up leveling. And the more I worry about it, the worse uh, the transition is. And the more I just trust and surrender and let go, the easier it becomes. And it was just, I don't know about you and your move, but everything was boom, 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 boom. Like it was just all, it was all done. There was no fighting. There was no worrying. There was no sleepless nights. It was, it was easy. It was so easy. Um, it was crazy. So I love that you shared that. And I, and I love how you kind of broke it down of like, you know, the evolving and the up leveling and the true surrender and trusting and knowing because you're right it's like we again as humans want to constantly control and say I know what this is going to happen and this is going to be the outcome and it's like as you said as we move into this quantum field that's going to become less and less what it is because we're moving out of this 3d matrix and what's been essentially constructed and same for me like my husband you know when I said to Justin I was like you know we're going to move I felt it in 2020 I knew it was coming I didn't know where we were going I just knew we were leaving California and I told you, you know, off, you know, podcast, like I had been feeling the shifts for a few years. I've been feeling like I was pulling away from Hollywood, all these different things going on. And I was just trying to kind of like figure it out at the same time. The other side of me was grasping onto it and taking every opportunity and like was too afraid to let go because like, well, yeah. what if I don't have the income? What if this doesn't happen? What if I don't have this? What if I don't have that? And it was just like all these things. And, and that's what you talk about, that reality, right? That we get caught up in because we're like, oh my gosh, but but I don't know. So I have to hold on to this. But then I realized for myself, every time I would hold tighter, then it would get worse, like you said, and it would be more intense. And all of a sudden more things would happen, more things would show themselves to me. And it was like, whoa, okay, that's not working. And so the more I like gently let go. And then I think, as you said, like, as you learn to gently let go, you become more in flow, which I definitely with the move, like, saw, like I said, to my husband, I'm like, we're moving, it's going to happen. I just know it's going to happen. He's very 
black and white, very, you know, he's a numbers guy. He's an accountant. Like he is very like, I need to see it to understand it. And it's like, and, and that's been our yin and yang for a very long time. I'm very floaty and creative. And, you know, we're, we're total opposites, which makes it really fun, but really crazy. And, you know, he's like, how are we going to do it? What do you mean? What's going to happen? And it was all this stuff. And I'm like, look, I'm like, we will just figure it out. You know, like this, it will just, it will just align. And it did. It was like how you were saying it was easy. It was like, we put the house up for sale, you know, and house sold like, and not even like nine hours over a weekend. I mean, it was ridiculous. Obviously the marketplace of California was like ridiculous. Yeah. And it was like insanely over asking, you know? And then it was like, oh my God. Okay. And then my car I was like, what am I gonna do about my car? My car is probably not going to sell for much. I've had it for a while. It sold over asking. Like it was just like every single thing, every piece of furniture, like everything was just so I felt like we were let out, like everything aligned, you know? And then it was like, same thing coming to Tennessee, like finding a home took us a minute. But once I saw the home and I saw it on FaceTime with a realtor, I knew that was it. And I was like, place the bid, let's do it. And like, sure enough, we had negotiations, but we got in and I knew it was going to happen. And same with like waiting to get in. It was like, we were going to wait till probably closer to August. And then I, I knew in my mind, I was like, nope, it's going to open up earlier. Something's going to shift. And sure enough, they reached out and they're like, hey, we're going to get out in the middle of July. And then boom, here we are, you know? So I agree with you when you just kind of be in flow and you allow yourself to just say like, okay, it's just going to play out. And I know that's hard because it's hard for me too. I'm a pretty controlling person. I'm a pretty, you know, I need to know what's happening. I need to create the schedule. But the more I think my girls honestly have been a blessing in this, the more I've learned that the schedule changes all the time. You can't predict things. Life just happens. It, the more that I learn to be like, okay, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's okay. And actually, usually now I'm learning the more I smash those expectations and that like, quote unquote, pretty picture, the more the picture is actually prettier. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And then you get to be present, you know, because you haven't tried to control the outcome of anything. And you're just in the moment making decisions that align and feel great to you. Um, and I really think that that's, that's where we're all going. And it was the same thing um, with our property too. Uh, we found the perfect donor uh, for kids. And after we found the donor and he was same thing, kind of just fell into our lap. I yelled at my guides and I said, don't you dare get me pregnant without giving me my dream property. Like there's no way I am raising kids in 800 square feet in the middle of freaking LA. Like it's not happening. And so I yelled at them literally a week later, this like perfect property, like had everything great price point came up and I'm like, oh my God, this is the dream. There was supposed to be five offers on it after one day, like the housing market here is crazy too. And uh, out of the five offers, we were the only offer. And I was so worried because it was conditional on financing and I've never bought a house before. And it was like, I had to pay my taxes and all the things. And then we were releasing the book like the same week that the house came up because we weren't expecting to buy a house right away, but it was like, boom, 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 everything aligned. And it was like a week after I yelled at my guides and even the old owners were like, this was our dream house. Like we weren't going to sell, like we weren't, we weren't planning on selling for like ever really. Right. And then something came up and they had to sell last minute. And it was just, I'm like, thank you universe. You know, like yeah. just so, so divine. So um, don't be, don't be afraid to ask for what you want really. Yeah. Well, and I love what you said. You shout your guides. You're like, don't, don't, you know, it's like, it's true. <laughs> like when we tap into ourselves and we actually like ask ourselves and connect with source, like the more we actually see like, oh, they really are answering me. If I actually listen versus like you said, of the distraction of like the shiny object, right? Like, oh, I need 
ooh, I need that. Oh, this is attracting itself to me. Like, and me, you know, being transparent, me being, you know, a celebrity stylist and being someone who loves fashion, loves glam, I've had to have like that major kind of ripping away from myself and like realize that like, I love all of it. It's fabulous. Like, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't fulfill me. It doesn't like, if anything, actually, I, re- I realized for myself, it was kind of like hiding like things I didn't want to deal with. It was like, oh, here's this, you know, beautiful coat. So like, I don't have to deal with what's going on with the emotions or, you know, here's these fabulous shoes. So I don't have to confront what I'm actually feeling right now, you know? And, and I think that obviously that's by design. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I know so many um, individuals right now who are in um, hairstyling and makeup uh, and fashion who are all waking up. Oh, and also like a lot of fitness people too, um, who are really waking up and questioning everything. And I believe that it's because they were so engrossed in the physical world. And you get to a point where you're like, I have everything that society tells me I should have. And yet, why am I still unhappy? (laughs) Like, why is this still not working? It's the Band-Aid isn't helping anymore. So what more is there? There's a soul, there's a consciousness, there's energy, there's frequency. Let's get into that. Let's talk about the real stuff. And, um, And that's what I believe that parents right now could really help uh, with their kids is really just teaching your kids about energy and consciousness and burning some sage and saying this clears energy and giving them a crystal and saying this amplifies your intentions and helps you manifest like we need to be teaching our kids at a young age what the consciousness what's the soul really is because then they don't grow up anxious and depressed we have a whole generation right now gen z under the millennials who are just like rampant cases of anxiety and depression and these are coming from good you know high upper middle class families that are just giving their kids cell phones at the age of nine and you know video games galore and all the sweets they could imagine and And yet the kid is depressed because it is not satisfying or fulfilling their soul, right? So when we have an abundance of stuff, um, we're not actually getting fulfilled in the ways that really matter. And, And that's why I think that we need to be educating our kids about that kind of stuff, even if they're going to traditional school it's so important to teach them hey you're not just the physical body here, you know, so listen to your inner knowing, you know. I love that. I love that you said that because my, my toddler, Amelia, like plays in my crystals and she is just drawn to them. Like I, I put them out in front of her and I never really like shoved them on her. It was just kind of like, they're here, they are. And she will pick them up. She'll gravitate to certain ones. She'll hold them. She'll put them like on Arlie, our baby. Like, it's just so funny. And I'm like, she already is tapping into it without even realizing she's tapping into it. And so I just let her play and experience. And when we moved into the house, you know, I took Sage and, you know, Paula Sancho and went around and everything. And she watched me and said, Oh, what are you doing? You know? And I'm like, Oh, this is how I'm clearing the house and, and make sure good energy, you know? And, and so, you know, I love that you said that because it's funny, right? Like we're finally moving, starting to move at least past this, like woo woo of everything's woo woo. <laughs> like, Oh, there's, this is actually science, like real science, like energy, we're compounds, we're actually frequency and vibration. And like, when you actually tap into that, like you said, it's like, oh my God, look at what's changing. Like you said, like crystal helps you amplify something. Well, why wouldn't you want to amplify it if that's what you want? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Don't judge me for this, but yeah. like recently I've been watching. So sometimes I get into like reality TV and then sometimes I'm literally like sickened by it. It's, yeah. it's a weird, it's a love hate kind of thing. Look, right? I've watched it for a long time. It's a love hate. I get it. <laughs> so yeah. So recently I started watching the newest season of big brother and 
like they're all very, I mean, they're, they're eclectic and well-rounded and interesting individuals. Obviously that's why they're on there, but some of them are very basic. Okay. It's like, that's the only way, just very human. And some of the most basic ones were saying, yeah, like I make decisions based on my intuition. And they would never say that like, oh, this is the hippie chick of the group. She was just kind of a model or something like that. And she's like, yeah. And then the guy beside her is like, yeah, I base my my decisions on intuition too. They would never say like, I'm spiritual. But the fact that these words are being used in like ultra mainstream I was like, wow, here's this 20 something year old, you know, talking about using, you know, your intuition and your gut feeling and, and um, in, in this kind of very basic mainstream type of reality show. I thought that that was pretty cool how, even though they, they may not know what a crystal is or what the chakra system is, um, the verbiage, the energy, even just the awareness of the intention and how you're feeling and checking into yourself is becoming commonplace. And that really lights me up and makes me very excited for the future. I love that. And I love that you shared that because I agree with you. I think more and more you're hearing people talk about their intuition, talk about tapping into themselves, listening to themselves, not just, you know, paying attention to what's going on outside, questioning everything. And I, and I, I've seen it more and more too. It's funny you say that because I've noticed even in certain shows, you know, you kind of wonder, obviously some are obviously still programming and then others are not, but with the reality side, like you said, big brother, like that's them just having experience. So I'm getting to speak to that is very, very interesting. And it's interesting too, like, right. Like on like Netflix, of course, how they have like a lot of new shows now, if I go to things about souls and about, you know, intuition, it's like, it's like, it makes me laugh because I'm like, okay, it's by design because they're jumping on the bandwagon because this is like where things are going, but the same time it's still essentially like a programming. Like, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely want to have my own TV show at some point. And I think my main intention is just to reach as many people as possible. And I know that TV or Netflix or whatever it is, is a really great way to reach people. Um, But of course, it also has to be on my terms, right? So it's really interesting how in the past two weeks, I have done sizzle reels, which is kind of like a casting, you know, they like film you and ask you a bunch of questions. but for all of the big networks, for NBC, for Fox, for Sony uh, TV pictures, uh, for the Travel Channel, actually, they're all interested in me to bring a paranormal or spiritual flair to their network. And um, that gets me really excited, but then also kind of nervous to think, are they really ready though? You know what I mean? Is humanity really ready? And are these networks really ready or are they gonna try and control my creative flow? And you really like in that kind of, um, you know, the Hollywood, you know, kind of energy of the world. I know that I'm in LA where I'm at for a reason to change the vibration there, but I also have to be very full of discernment when playing that game because that's what it is. It's about playing a game. And I love it too, because, you know, in Hollywood, it's all about who do you know and name dropping and this and that. I'm like, it's so funny. My mom, even like when I moved there, uh, my stepdad was like, oh, like, let us know if we, if you see any celebrities at like the grocery store or whatever. And we're pretty central. So like we, we are right there. 
And my mom laughs and she's like, Brad Pitt could be standing right in front of her and she wouldn't know. And I'm like, so true. Like, I literally have no idea who any of these people are, which makes me perfect to be in the industry because I don't care. I don't care who you are or who you know, or like, you know, who you're connected to. If the vibe is there, it'll feel right. It'll align, you know? So having that creative freedom and having my own terms and being okay with saying no to things that don't align is super, super important. But I also know that I'm in this position for a reason and I'm ready to shift the mainstream. And if that takes a TV show, then let's do it, you know? And um, yeah, so it's just, it's been really interesting to witness it, you know, from an objective view and not necessarily to be uh, too far into it yet. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, no, and I could totally see that like, like for you and like what you're speaking to and obviously being in the space for a long time, I've seen mostly the control of it and even when they say it's going to be creative they still control and they don't want to let go of control and so it's very interesting you say that like it'll be I'll be curious to see if you end up doing a project with one of those networks or something if they do allow you to actually have control or if it's just like that fake control and then they're changing editing doing what they need to do because that really has been what it's been for so long I mean you know Mm -hmm. even even when we did our reality show, you know, my husband and I, you know, it was a docu-series reality, you know, and it was like, because it was Bravo, because it was their like situation, like they control it, you know? And it was like, yes, they let us have like certain things like, oh, you know, we're going to, we're going to talk about this. And it was like, okay, fine. But then they still spun it to look like something else. Like, you know, it's like, they always have their own editing, their own, because they have their idea of what it's going to be. Right. And so I agree with you. It's going to be interesting as things shift. And as we move along in consciousness and as a society, if it's going to be more open and they're going to allow like these real things to play out and to show it, or if it's still going to be like, Hey, we'll let them see a little bit of this, but like, we're still going to control it and not let it be fully out. So this is, yeah, this is part of the problem. Um, You know, I think society, especially the younger generations are at a point where we want real, like we want real, real, we want authentic, like we want good vibes. Like we want we want feel good stuff, you know, we want transformational stuff. And yet the networks are still caught up in their ways of drama. And uh, I did a couple of scissor reels with Bravo and they wanted to follow around like reality TV, health and wellness practitioners in LA. And I was gonna be one of them. And based on the questions that they asked me in the scissor reel, um, I was like, no, this opportunity isn't for me. And of course, Bravo is all about um, getting the dirt and you know what I mean? And, and digging up drama. And so some of the questions they were like, so what pisses you off? Like, what gets you going? And I'm like, yep. um, nothing. Like, I'm pretty chill. Okay, well, where's the drama in your life? Who causes the most amount of drama? I'm like, no one, I don't have any drama in my life. Like, I'm actually a boring person, even though the information that I channel is pretty next level. And in my mind, it's like, let's have a TV show where the drama, quote unquote, is actually in the transformation of the person from an old vibrational frequency to a new one. Because that's a lot. Like, there's already drama in that. Why does it have to be stirred within the the network? You know what I mean? Right. It's like wine. That's what they do. I mean, I I watched it from all the people I've styled over the years sitting in, you know, the green room and and sitting in, you know, on set with them, getting them ready and getting them dressed and then watching it happen. I mean, they literally wind them up say something to them and then let them go. And then that's the drama you see play out. So-and-so said this about you. So-and-so said, now go talk, you know, it's like, whoa. I mean, that's, you know, and it was funny with, with our show, you know, it was a combo of reality docuseries. And so it was like, okay, we want it to be your real life and you guys and you know, your relationship at the same time, we're still going to try to structure. So it was funny because we really don't have that much drama. We're pretty like 
chill couple. The drama is kind of what goes on outside in the world where we get along really well. And so, you know, they kept trying to like get us to like have disagreements. And it was like, finally they hit the you know nail on the head of like, I wasn't ready to have, you know, a baby. I wasn't ready to be a mom. And Justin was like, I moved to, you know, California from New York for her, for our life to have children. Like I came here to support her. Yes. I want to support her in her career and styling, but like, I want her to be the mother of my children. It was a whole saga, you know, and they wouldn't say realize they hit that. It was like, they wouldn't let it go. It was like every single conversation was around Allie, you know, when, why don't you want to have children? Allie, why are you still stuck in your career? Allie, why are you, you know, it's like just constant. And I love what you just said about, cause I had this like, like feeling of like vibration when you said it. So that's why I'm bringing it up. When you said about the transformation, because I didn't even realize that when they were doing that, it was actually such a blessing for me because it was forcing me to see why I was stuck in that only, you know, matrix of fashion and only could be, you know, my career. And I couldn't be a mom because I was too afraid because society said you can't do all these things. And so, no, I can't be a mom yet because this is my baby and I have to focus on my career. And being on that show and going through that really unearthed that for me of like, wow, I'm so caught up in this. I don't pay attention to my husband. I don't focus on anything in my life, but my fashion, but my celebrities. I give myself to these people and don't do anything for myself. And after filming, we got pregnant shortly after. And it was, it was like, oh my God, I, I, when you say that transformation, I feel like that's what I kind of went through. It was like, I had all this darkness. I had all these things I hadn't grieved, all this stuff that was just kind of sitting that I, again, like you said, was distracted by all the celebrities, the shiny, the things happening for me. And then everything was taken away from me being in this show because that was the premise. They take everything away from you for 21 days. And like, how do you get along? I didn't get along well at all, you know? And it was like, oh my God, losing my mind. And I was so vulnerable. And at the same time, I went through that shift. And I think that's part of where, how I got to where I am now. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's, it's really, um, it's just interesting being confronted with yourself basically. And um, yeah. And I just feel like, um, yeah, you know, going back to the same thing, you know, I want to change the industry, but on my terms and, uh, you know, about a year ago, I sat down with a, you know, PR person and even she was like, oh my goodness, like, how are you attracting all these opportunities? Like, are you doing, what's your outreach plan? And I said, I don't do any outreach. And she's like, what? And so this is someone who does outreach for a living. And, you know, she's like, how do you know all these people? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, they just kind of like, you know, you just attract who you need in your life. Um, And that's really important just to stay true and authentic and real. And, um, and I had the same question of, I'm getting all of these TV opportunities at a time when I want to get pregnant. And in my mind, it's like, in the past, the old me would have been like, same thing, put your whole life on hold because, you know, you want to make it or you want to change the world or you want to reach as many people as possible. And for me, it's like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not putting my life on hold anymore because everything moving forward is going to be on my terms and I can do it all. And look at all the great freaking badass moms out there who are killing it, who are, you know, having a thriving career and they have uh, beautiful kids and their career allots them the time and the freedom financially to uh, be with their family most of the time. So 
um, you know, I think you making that move away from LA uh, is a huge identity split, right? And it's just, and I feel like me, same thing, moving away from LA, even though I've only been there for three years um, and I haven't really been in the industry there, which has been really quite a blessing. Um, it's like, I get to come to 10 acres in the middle of nowhere and ground myself and, and, and go back to being human and go back to like playing in the garden and walking in the forest and just grounding. And then I'm 10 times more prepared going back into it. So it's just, it's always a balance. And I feel like the people that we're going to see in the spotlight moving forward are going to be real examples of leaders who are not leading through being the teacher, but who are leading by being the student and really accepting that position of vulnerability. I feel like those are the teachers of the future, not necessarily the ones who care about material things and uh, are full of drama. Yeah, I completely you know? agree with you. And I, I agree, and I agree with you wholeheartedly that people are done with the fake and the bullshit and they want real and they want truly real and authentic and you know, I think that like, even with me, you know, even though we were on that show, I was very vulnerable, very transparent about, you know, that I was having a hard time with everything that I was losing my mind. I cried on a red carpet because I was struggling with what was, you know, going on when they were like, you know, oh, you know, you have to do this and do that. And I was like, I was so out of sorts. And so I cried on the carpet. And it was like, that was a very vulnerable moment for me to cry in front of those celebrities that I normally style when I'm usually dressed to the nines. And like you said, like all made up in the glam and kind of like, quote unquote, fake and whatever. And instead it was like, here I am because I had nothing, you know, being on the show. I'm, you know, in this little tiny casual dress, you know, no makeup. My hair is not done. I'm a hot mess. I probably smell because I hadn't, like, you know, had soap. I mean, it was like crazy, you know, and I was like super vulnerable and crying, but it was interesting after the show, you know, a lot of people started reaching out to me and saying, I really appreciated your vulnerability. And back then that was, you know, 2017, 2018, we weren't really even there as a society yet. Right now in 2021, it's a lot different. People are really yeah. starting awaken and feel that vulnerability and want to be vulnerable so I agree with you I think as a consciousness we are shifting into I want to see real I want to know that like what I'm going through you're going through in your own way I want to shift that I think that's amazing I could so see you doing that when it is your playing field and you can be like I'm gonna call the shots this is how it's gonna go you know and and and, and that's it you know which is a good shift into like where we're going, I mean, again, as you said, we can't control, right? This is quantum, everything constantly change, but where do you feel like society is going? Because there are so many programs that are essentially destructuring right now. There is so much collapse, right? We're seeing so many people move. We're seeing so many people change jobs. This has like been the year of like just change, right? 2020 was like everyone's massive shift, awakening, pause. I mean, the present that you talk about being present, so many people realize that weren't present, myself included, like what do you think, like, what's, what's coming as far as like what you feel and what you channel that you want other people to know so that they can also surrender further and help with the consciousness of like where we are going? Yeah, it's a great question. So I think ultimately we're going to see a systemic and societal collapse um, in the next few years. Like, I think we're going to continue to collapse collectively until 2024. Only after 2024 will we be able to rebuild. Um, it's a lot to collapse and rebuild simultaneously. I feel like at a global collective level, we have huge solutions in place. We just haven't had the room to implement them because the old corrupt systems have been in place, have been kind of leading the charge. 
So yeah, just, it's going to be more projection. It's going to be more fear. It's going to be more collapse. It's going to be more chaos, not just collectively, but also individually, because as we're ascending, the rest of our friends and family members are struggling. Now they're at the beginning of their journey, which means that they're attaching themselves to an ego, to an identity. And, you know, I call it doubling down, right? They are freaking doubling down on their pride right now, and they are not willing to change or hear you out at all. So my um, advice to those people who are listening to this is... Do not get caught up in the collective projection, but likewise, do not get caught up in the individual projection from the ones that you love. It's easy to say, oh, well, that's, you know, this president and I don't really follow policy, so I'm not really involved in it. It's, it's, it's easier to say, I'm just going to choose not to watch the news this month, right? Um, it's easier to kind of exit that way. But it's not that easy when you have someone that you love that is clearly emotionally suffering, that clearly has zero tools, but every time that you try and help, they deny your your help. Um, And so that feels more personal than, say, you know, a political thing or a mass media thing. So the biggest thing is don't get wrapped up in other people's projections projections or societal's projections, especially related to fear, um, and live your best and highest truth. And sometimes that, that means saying no to everything and everyone in order to get to a place where you are with yourself, you are in the highest alignment, and you know for a fact that you're only making choices that align to you and not playing anyone else's game collectively or individually. That is the biggest piece of advice that I could give for the next couple of years for sure. Yeah. I mean, well, and you talk about obviously like these corrupt systems, right. And like the media and everything, like, do do you feel that it's going to be a continuous, like them trying to control and pushing more fear over these coming years because they are losing control and the systems are collapsing? Without a doubt. I mean, I've been saying this for a while now, but they're scared. They are so scared. Their resources are dwindling. The people that they've been controlling are separating from them. I mean, they are scared and we don't realize that when someone is threatened or something like a system is scared and threatened, uh, they push even harder. They They don't back down. They don't get vulnerable. They push even, they double down. And that's what's gonna happen in the next couple of years is the doubling down. That's what we're seeing right now. It's the doubling down of, no, really, you're definitely gonna die if you don't do this thing like they're not even trying to hide it anymore like they're actually just coming right out and saying the worst possible case scenario is going to happen if you do not do this thing that we're asking you to do um just to really you know flex and show their muscle and say hey yeah we're, we're still in control right um and it's crazy like it's really like it's almost comical but it's comical because I'm on the, so far on the outside right. listening to these news reports that say, you know, my father-in-law is listening to it. And I'm like, really? Like, do you really take this seriously? Like, this is bad. Like, they're not even trying to like, you know, navigate. They're just coming right out and saying, no, this is this. You're definitely going to die if you don't do this thing. And I'm like, this is crazy. It so, is. yeah. It is. And, and it's on all levels, right? Like it's like political, like with the election, it's like, you know, all this stuff comes out of Arizona, right? It's like, here's all the, but no, it's not true. And it's all conspiracy. You know, it's like, it's so wild how it's not even like, there's no even consideration. There's no thought. It's just, no, we're telling you, and this is what it is, period. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, but 
how do you, I said to my husband, I'm like, whether you, you know, want this or don't want this, like, how do you look at that and see like, there's actual like evidence, like just like Fauci's emails, right? It's like, yeah. it actually spells it out, but somehow it's just like, oh no, it's not real. And it's like, but what? <laughs> Yeah. And then all the people are like, oh, well, it's not real because they definitely said that it wasn't real. So I'm definitely not going to look into this. And then everyone who just questions even slightly, nope, those are the evil ones in society. We got to watch out for them because they're actually killing all of us. They're not just <laughs> killing themselves. They're killing all of us. And I'm like, really, really, we can't question. I almost got kicked out of an Uber in LA because I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to take the V. And, and then like me and the Uber driver got into it. You're the you're the problem with this nation. And, you know, and, and like, literally my wife is like squeezing my leg and like tapping me on the, and I'm like, no, babe, I'm not going to let this down. And she's like, we're going to get kicked out. Like just shut up for two seconds. And I'm like, all right, cool. You're the problem with this nation. You know, like it's just, it wasn't good. It no. wasn't good. Yeah, no, it's, but it's crazy, right? It's like, it's like, why can't you just question, even if like, you're not hundred percent, you know, right about something like right. just question, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's so wild. I know I, I tell my husband, like, I have to laugh. I read things like yesterday I was reading, someone sent me the CDC, you know, changed the numbers of the deaths from the V, you know, and it's like, it went up by double. And then they came out last night and said, our computer had a malfunction and the numbers were wrong. And I was like, <laughs> Right? Like we look at that and we laugh and we're like, no one's taking this seriously, right? Like people are really like seeing the truth, but they're not. And and honestly, for me, it's like I have compassion for the people who aren't seeing the truth because I was there too. And I was just, you know, being fed as well. And uh yeah, and so we've all been there, and that's why we all have to have compassion rather than trying to push the truth on anyone, allow them to come to their own conclusions on their own, because sometimes pushing only creates a, a pulling and it's uh and it's not a good dynamic. So it's it's to each their own and be in your own space and uh just navigate the waters right now and make sure that you're on your own ship and even the ones that you love, allow them to be on their own ship and be okay with that you know and that's kind of where we're at yeah and that's and that's been hard for me too because even with my own family like they you know think I'm crazy and I'm a conspiracy theorist and all these titles and things and and they follow mainstream and everything and it's like I'm like just question like how do you not you know it's crazy they'll say something out loud like uh when stuff came out about Princess Diana they were like oh yeah we read that and then they're like but you don't really know and I'm like but it's right there it's written out for you like what you know and it's it's just it's so wild I guess to watch especially when you have people you love not see it and not actually be like oh that that really maybe doesn't make sense or like oh I maybe should question that mm -hmm. they want to listen to the powers that be because they believe that that is really who is taking care of them and really does care about them and of course me being like you like I want to shake them I mean I've had major fights with my family because I'm like wake the fuck up like you know like <laughs> seriously you know and it's like but I have had to learn over you know over those fights and over a lot of turmoil like you're like, you're right. You have to honor their journey and, you know, and their awakening. And even if they don't awaken and, and, and it's hard because I think that's a major divide right now is right. Right. It's like so many of us want people just to see the truth and just to question, even if you did not everything, but just something. And there's so many who are just choosing to kind of put their blinders on and don't want to see it. And like you said, hold on to the pride, right. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, it's wild. It's like, I, I sit here and I'm like, wow, what a crazy time to be 
here. You know, it's like, it's, it's, it really is. I mean, I'm sure for you, obviously you've been awake for a lot longer than me. And I can only imagine for you now seeing this all play out versus when the beginning, when you felt this was all coming, it must be like, holy crap, it's actually here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, finally, you know, it's like, I've been, I've been seeing this for a while. So I was excited, man. Like when everything went down, I'm like, finally change because the, the more extreme it gets, the more chances there are for people to wake up. Look at 2020, right? And 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 it's going to continue to get more and more extreme. And I love it because it's like the dark side is just sticking their foot in their mouth, right? It's like, you guys are going to create a shift. Like you're doing that to yourself by trying to control and attach even more and project even more. Eventually someone's going to be like, wait a second, didn't you say something different last week? Right? I mean, like slowly but surely people are going to catch on and they are. So yeah, I'm excited that it's like, I, yeah, I just, I was so excited all of 2020. I, every video I'm like, I'm excited. And people are like, you're crazy. And I'm like, yep. (laughs) You're like, yeah, you're like, I've known. Yeah, no, I mean, so, I mean, before we wrap things up here, you know, you said major change is coming. You feel these shifts are coming. What do you feel like as far as like, you know, not exactly events, but what in the next months, like as you know, we move into, you know, getting into 2022, what do you feel like are going to be some of the biggest shifts that might potentially happen? Yeah, I mean, right now we've got a lot of like political upheaval. We've got a lot of genocide. We've got a lot of people starving. We have a lot of people losing their businesses. We've got I mean, it's all happening, like rapid pace right now. And um, I think that we're already seeing the financial industry collapse. And I think pretty soon we're going to see a full reboot on the financial system. Not totally sure what the outcome is going to look like. There's many possibilities um, and there's many solutions, but uh, we're starting to see the cracks there. I think we're also starting to see the cracks within religion. Um, The biggest thing was uh, people weren't able to go to church during uh, quarantine. And I think that that's really beautiful and incredible because those people, doesn't matter what you believe in, but if you're like, wow, I don't have to give a tithing or a portion of my uh, income to the church and I can pray to God for my own living room. Wow, that's pretty cool. And that's a great step in the right direction to actually shutting down. I want to say like shut down the churches, right? Um, but to right. people understanding that they can connect on their own and don't necessarily need a priest or a church or a structure to do so. Um, so I think that we're already seeing the cracks there. I think way more corruption is going to be exposed there. I think way more corruption uh, on top of Weinstein and Epstein is going to be exposed with the child sex trafficking. Um, like, And there are a couple of key players at the top that will not allow this information to be released, but there are a lot of players underneath the top um, that do need to be exposed and released. And we're just kind of trickling all of that. So the biggest thing that I think we're going to be seeing in the next couple of months is um, exposure. It's, It's the exposure of the corruption. And, uh, and the unraveling, uh, really, and uh, the fear uh, in the eyes of the dark side to once again push even harder for more fear um, because they are scared and they're losing their resources. So they're going to try really hard with anything else that they've got to push society into um, doing what they want them to do. Yeah, which is like what we're seeing with the variants and everything starting to play out. <laughs> 
literally i can't even oh 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 wow that sucks the first v that you got that's that no that's null and void now now you're gonna have to get a v probably every six months for the next 10 years or for the rest of your life hey i mean it's great okay cool sign me up where do i go uh, oh it's free now oh there's a lottery if i get it then i could win a bunch of money and that works out really well because i've lost a lot of money in the past two years it's like come on like their tactics are so obvious like my biggest thing is i'm not an anti-veer or a pro-veer i'm not on either side right i am pro free will and if every single nation every single culture every single country around the entire world is telling you to do one thing can we not just wake up and question that one thing that they're telling us to do like come on so we can get behind this one thing but we can't get behind world peace or unity or peace treaties or anti-nuclear technology or let how about just feeding everyone in the world because we have the resources to do that you know like it's just insane i mean this proves to us that we can come together on one thing unfortunately it's on something that's corrupt um and hopefully we can come together moving forward after proving this on something that benefits everyone not just big pharma and uh, the elites yes oh my god amen to that i know i'm with yeah. you you're right it's like when you start to see everyone saying like you should you need to get it you need to get it and now these variants you need to get it and if you don't get it you know you're gonna die and it's like what, 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 what did you hear this person that like, you know, there was someone I forget who it was on, on Instagram that posted like literally a compilation of all the media all together saying the exact same thing and all that are the same places. And it's like, these are different countries, different states, different, yep. all saying the same thing. It's like, this is a script. <laughs> like, who controls, right. who controls that? Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's so, wild. Wild. so you, so you believe that exposure is going to just continue at an, another level. Yeah, it is for the next couple of years, at least. Yeah. And then from there, that's how we rebuild after we've seen basically everything that's been going on and what hasn't the truth, right? The truth and what yeah. hasn't really been working, what we've been essentially told is working to essentially yeah. rebuild what is coming, which you believe is after 2027. Yeah. 2024. 2024. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So wild. I mean, it really is. It's like, wow. Okay. We're, but we're here for it. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. Well, thank you so much Elizabeth, for sharing and just being so vulnerable. I love getting to hear more of your story and all the things you're doing and congrats on, you know, your amazing new home and, you know, this family you're starting to create with your wife. It's truly uh, incredible. I'm so excited for you. And I, I really appreciate you just coming back on to share with the collective, because I feel like there's so many who are sitting here going like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Everything's in upheaval. You know, I've had so many people reach out to me and be like, you know, how do you stay positive? There's so much bad stuff going on. There's so much happening. And I'm like, look, yes, there's a part of me who's like, holy crap, you know, this is bad. It's bad. The other part of me of like what you said is seeing it as thank God it's exposure. Thank goodness we're seeing the truth. It's going to bring the light. It's, we already are doing it. It's just a matter of getting to the other side. Absolutely. Yeah. Such a pleasure as always to come on again. Yes. Thank you. And tell us, of course, it'll all be in the show notes, but tell us where we can find you, follow you. And of course, where your book is so people can go and get it. 
Yeah, so the book is called You're Not Dying, You're Just Waking Up, and it's on Amazon. Um, just about to release the audiobook version, actually, so definitely check it out. Uh, it's going to really resonate, and it's it, it aligns to any kind of level of spirituality that you're at. It's about the awakening journey, um, so it's, yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of it, and uh, for everything else, tons of content on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, I mean, you name it, I'm out there, just Elizabeth April in Google or ElizabethApril.com for all of my offerings. Amazing. Thank you so much, love. Until next time, guys. Cheers. Bye. Thanks for listening to Everything with Allie Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe, tune in weekly for new episodes, and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.